Yo, what's up, everybody? Episode 98 of the Pitcher Bet Sports Podcast. It is the most wonderful time of the year. March Madness is here. Matt and I are making a pitcher bet on our Sweet 16 teams. We picked the 16 that will be playing next weekend, and then we got to get into the big stories in the NFL. The Buffalo Bills make moves. Julio Jones gets released. And Baker Mayfield says goodbye to Cleveland. And last, as we hit record, Freddie Freeman is an L.A. Dodger. Let's run the music and talk about it. Welcome to the podcast. I am your host, Matt Guest. It is the most wonderful time of the year. March Madness is here and with me to run through a pitcher bet right off the bat is my co-host and partner, Matt Morris. You ready to get the beers flowing? It is the degenerate Christmas March Madness, dude. I'm so excited. What's going on? Yeah, it's my uh, my favorite time of the year, baseball season. I'm not the biggest <laughs> basketball guy, although we did have some good times last year when you came out here for March Madness. Hell I actually yeah, enjoyed dude. it a little more than I think I used to. Back in high school, I used to love March Madness, but honestly, I think it was because I had the opportunity to watch more college games. Uh, in reality, I haven't watched a single college basketball game this year. The most college basketball I've watched was the uh, Notre Dame and Rutgers game that just ended, and wow, I mean, double OT. It was a great game, dude. Great yeah, game, no, dude. that was a really honestly, um, as you know, and I don't, the listeners I haven't shared this that much because we like to stick mostly to the pro sports. But we're fucking for sure gonna talk March Madness. Um, I, I haven't been in college all year, so mm-hmm. I am. This is the degenerate Christmas for myself. I'm speaking <laughs> for myself and all of the other college betters out there. Um, yes, I know who every single bad seed is. Yes, I bet and won on Texas Tech or Texas A&M Corpus Christi, even though they lost last night and Texas Southern. Yes, I do know who they are. Yes, I've watched plenty of Longwood games this year. That's how deep. Wait, I wait, wait, wait. Are these like are these names of prisons or are these? Uh... We will get to them. <laughs> <laughs> so first time listeners. Hey, welcome. We named this podcast the Pitcher Bet Sports Podcast because Matt and I bet pitchers of beer when we were friends, when we were definitely degenerates together, when we lived <laughs> together. Uh, we didn't have any money, so we would go to the local dive bar, Goat Hill Tavern in Costa Mesa, shout out, and buy each other $6 pitchers of beer for the winner of the bet. And no, this isn't a sharing selfish or a sharing you know, camaraderie pitcher. It's like, no, you won your bet. You drink your pitcher. Drink it out of the pitcher. So Matt and I, it's March Madness. We're going to bet pitchers all March Madness. So what we're going to jump right into is we're going to go through the entire bracket right now, region by region, and pick our sweet 16 teams only. So on this episode, we will pick 16 teams that we think will be there by next week. The person with more wins the pitcher pretty straightforward you ready to lose matt you'll probably win because you don't know what the fuck you're looking at right <laughs> i was now. just gonna ask you when you're going over these teams for me can you also tell me what their mascot is so i can make my decision specifically and only off which mascot i like better just kidding i will do my best here i cannot make any promises if i am perfect it is simply by the luck of god that is somehow i even won a game I'd be so hyped. All right, so <laughs> let's start with the crown jewel, the team of all teams, the number one team in the tournament, the team that if you've been with us since day one, oh, no. you know how I feel about this team. The Gonzaga Bulldogs, Matt, that's their mascot. Oh yeah, They will be playing Georgia State. Now, I will not be picking Gonzaga to lose this game, nor shall any of you, because that would be pretty dumb, especially if you're betting on it. But as the tournament progresses, the takes will be getting hotter and accurate because like last year, like the year before, like the year before that, like the year before that, Gonzaga just isn't cut out to win the national championship. They don't play competition good enough to get them ready to go on this winning streak that requires a little adversity to be in your face. So we'll get to that. We'll cross that bridge when we get there. But Matt, I will take Gonzaga over Georgia State in their first matchup. What about you? 
Yeah, I think just from the simple fact that it's Gonzaga, right? Chat's out there still, still shooting three balls. I know that at much. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to take Gonzaga in the first round as well. Yeah, and I mean, I actually, as I said earlier in the year, I do like uh, I do like Chet. He's a good player. Um, next game, and this is, I didn't say this in the first time, this is the West Regional here that we're going to be going over. This is actually the, in my opinion, I think this is the best game out of this entire Regional here. There's a couple good ones. Boise State in Memphis, Matt. So Boise State's coming out of the Mountain West Conference, one of the most underrated conferences in all of college basketball this year. Memphis, I think they play in the American Conference is what it's called. Um, very good team. They started off really struggling. Their best player, high recruit, left the team because he's one of those daddy's boys whose dad says, oh, I don't play enough. You're not running the right system. Penny Hardaway is the coach, okay? So Memphis is 8-2 and two, their last 10. Boise State, 8-2. and two their last 10 the spread on this game is memphis is a three point favorite matt memphis's offense is 55th in the country boise state's offense is 225 in the country bro so for that reason i'm taking memphis to win and to cover in this game yeah i'm gonna take memphis as well now i heard something this past week that the the player that you had kind of just talked about that left the team Memphis has actually been performing better since he's been gone. Is it, I mean, Correct. Eight, two in his last 10. So it sounds like they kind of found some team camaraderie, kind of found some chemistry coming into the tournament. I mean, that's what I take away from it. Just that little bit of knowledge I, I was, you know, either reading or heard. I like Memphis for that reason. Um, Boise, you know, don't know anything about him. Uh, you were about to move to Boise, so it made me kind of want to like possibly pick Boise here, but yeah, for uh, like three seconds, and then it, I just it was like two and a half days. The, yeah, went back like... to the beach. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm gonna take Memphis here. Just you know, it's Memphis. I got Penny. I'm I'm banking on Penny. Yeah, and that was the thing. The dad was calling out Penny for being a bad coach and not knowing basketball. Like, mm. okay, pal. Yeah. Next game in this um in this region here is UConn is playing New Mexico State. New Mexico State, Matt. Obviously, a mid-major team here. You know, they're coming out of a conference. Couldn't tell you where they are. Obviously, they're really good because they won their conference tournament. New Mexico State's offense is 171 in the country. UConn's 54 in the country. One thing I do like about UConn as well, they're a pretty good three-point percenting, uh, shooting percentage team. They're 90th in the country, which there's like 300 teams. So that's actually not that bad. Um, I smell upset in this bracket, uh, but not in this game. I'm actually going to go with um, UConn, and I am going to take them ATS as well. They're six-and-a-half-point favorites. I think they cover that. Yeah, I'm looking at points per game. It looks like UConn's at 75.2 in comparison to New Mexico State, which is at 73. Uh, the only concerning thing that really bothers me is that UConn was 3-4 and four against top 25s. Yep. I don't love that, especially for them in the second round. I think first round, you're right. I think they squeeze by, but that 3-4 and four record, honestly, it's probably going to be a second-round bounce for UConn. Exactly. Right. Like against right now, we're looking for those sleeper, you know, those those sleeper teams that are going to upset them. Um, UConn's a solid team, man. The Big East kind of had a little bit of a more down year, but UConn was one of the bright stars um, in that conference this year. So I like them. The next game, I'm not going to go over stats and this will probably burn me as far as a an upset. But Arkansas versus Vermont. Arkansas is one of the hottest teams in the country right now. They just um, had a huge run in the SEC tournament. Arkansas's biggest issue, and this is how they lose this weekend if they lose, uh, is they're not a good three-point shooting percentage team. But I've watched a decent amount of Vermont. They're okay. Um, not good enough to take off one of these SEC Power 5 schools. So I'm going to run with um, Arkansas. Yeah, I'm going to pick Arkansas here. Man, Vermont, 17-1 and one in conference. Like, I know. It just sucks to me that some of these teams come into the dances after having so much success. But it's like they played one team in the top 25. They lost, right? So realistically, your 24.9 points per game means very little to me because you're probably playing lower competition. And you said it, Arkansas has been very good all season. Uh, I'll take Arkansas here as well. I don't like that we're picking favorites right now, but neither do I. I mean, that game's only a five point spread, Matt. Really? Arkansas's only a five point favorite. Yeah, Vermont's okay. good, dude. Well, and you said the three point, like that that keeps those games closer, right? It prevents massive blowouts. Yeah, a hundred percent. Um, so yeah, Arkansas is um yeah, I, you know, I went back and forth on this one. I'm not gonna lie to you, but I'm gonna take Arkansas. Mm. All right, next game. Alabama versus Notre Dame, who just won a dramatic, dramatic game against Rutgers. So um, just to give you some stats on Alabama, they're five and five. Their last 10 games overall, they had a rough go in the SEC tournament. Um, They have a worse record than Notre Dame. 
their offense though matt 13th in the country they average 80 points per game their defense <laughs> yeah. 327 <laughs> in the country notre dame's just oh, kind of middle of the road both offense their defensive numbers are pretty good three-point shooting percentage for alabama is low, but they take a lot. Three-point shooting percentage for Notre Dame is high. Um, obviously a massive win. Usually one of the playing teams, they tend to win first round. And I'm actually this is gonna be my first upset, and I guess you can kind of call it an upset. Um, I'm gonna take Notre Dame to win this game. Man, everything I so I'm looking for the listener. I'm looking at ESPN's bracket where you can fill it out and you know submit your winnings and enter the pool. They have some numbers based on here. They don't have three-point percentage shooting on here, but which is what I really look for. Um, but I, I want to take Notre Dame here, but I'm going to take Alabama. I mean, Alabama is allowing 76.4 points per game. That's just Dude, a lot crazy. To me. So defense. defense is bad. It, they, but from the numbers, they look like an up tempo team, uh, fast pace. And I think with reality of even just a little bit, I just watched Notre Dame that might actually lead in Alabama's favor. Um, I'm going to take Bama here, but I want to take Notre Dame, but I got to let you have at least one differing opinion. <laughs> yeah, we got right? we got a lot of games to pick still, my friend. Yeah. Um, next game here that we have on the slate is going to be Texas Tech against Montana State. Um, we don't I don't want to go too much into this, Matt. It's 14, uh, 15 point favorite for Texas Tech. This is one of those ones. Don't think too much into it, in my opinion. It's Texas Tech all day. They were one of the hottest teams in the country about a month ago. Have cooled off but they just lost to Kansas in the big 12 championship. So very, very good team. What was that score? Do you remember in the big 10, big 12 championship? Big 12. I don't know the exact score. I did bet on Kansas and felt great about it. Uh, but I think they only lost by like six or eight. Okay. It was close. The, the, game, the game was closer than the final score. Okay. So good, a good team. You know, they were facing what For is sure. now a number one seed. Okay. Uh, yeah. Texas tech. No question. 15, yeah. you know, maybe not take the points, but yeah, I'm going to uh, that's, that's a stay away for me. Yeah. This is this is the second best, maybe the best game of this entire bracket here it, or excuse me, this entire region. Michigan State Davidson Davidson just won on a massive run to win the A10 conference tournament. They upset Richmond. Um, really, really good game. Davidson's been a great team all season. The A10 is super underrated conference, man. I know it's not Power Five, but really, really good schools. That's obviously where Steph Curry went. Davidson is a one-point dog to Michigan State here uh, in this neutral court. They are playing the game out west, so I don't know how well the Davidson faithful will travel. Michigan State will probably have a little bit of the advantage in the crowd, but I'm going to run with Davidson. Yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna take Mitch State here. Um, yeah, it's t- it's close, dude. This looking is at the numbers, they're very game, close. Bro. They both allow about the same per game. They both score about the same per, per game. I think Michigan State being battle tested in the Big Ten against you know teams like Iowa, Wisconsin, Purdue, sure. Illinois. I think that's probably going to play into their advantage coming into the tournament. Uh, so I'm gonna take Michigan State here. And Tom Izzo, don't forget about that, of course, right? The coaching pedigree washed. The biggest thing I've watched, the kidding. biggest <laughs> differentiator in the statistics here is the Davidson defense gives up about 35% from the three-point arc, and Michigan State's offense is the 12th best three-point shooting team in the country. But on the flip side, Davidson's the ninth. So like th- these teams are so evenly matched. The one-point spread uh, makes complete sense to me. Watch this game, Matt. It's going to be a really, Yeah, this really will be good a good one. game to watch for sure. And then last in the West Division is my alma mater, the Titans, the mighty, mighty Titans of Cal State Fullerton. They made it. Wow. They're sick. Now, <laughs> will they beat Duke this weekend? I Yes, for the listener, I will sprinkle. I'm going to sprinkle Cal State Fullerton money line for my bracket and for my advice for you guys and just for the pitcher bet. I'm going to take Duke with a heavy heart. Shout out to the Titans. Hell of a run, hell of a game against Long Beach State to get your ass against into the tournament against our biggest rivals. So um, shout out to Cal State Fullerton, obviously, um, for all the 50,000 kids that go there like me or went there like me. It's an 18 and a half point spread. Yeah, I mean, this isn't a baseball game here, so I'm going to have to take Duke on this one. Um, Yep. I mean, yeah, it's it cool to see is, though, because I think the last couple of years when I've been watching that game, Long Beach has been the one to win. Is that right? Like Cal State hasn't. It's been in the it's back and forth. They're both is baseball it? schools, dude. Yeah, you know? 100%. like it, they're they're baseball schools. 
but it is fun to watch this. Uh, yeah, I'm going to take Duke. I think it's this is a no-brainer. If Duke loses, good Lord, Krzyzewski's really headed out in the wrong foot. Oh, for sure. All right, let's pick our four from this bracket. So Gonzaga versus Memphis. Um, I'm going to take the Zags here. I, their time will come, but they're going to get to the Sweet 16, in my opinion. Yeah, I'm going to take Gonzaga as well. Cool. UConn versus Arkansas. Um, tough matchup, but like I said, Arkansas has been playing really well. I like their team. I like their style. I will be nervous about the three-pointers, and that will probably bite me in the ass, but I'm going to take Arkansas for them. For this one. Funny, I thought about that same thing with UConn because I have UConn and Arkansas in this bracket, and I had pre-picked right. Arkansas to move on. Um, and I was worried about UConn's three-point pers- shooting against Arkansas. I just don't right. think UConn will have this, the athletes that can continue the, the tempo. Um, Arkansas, I'm have moving on against Gonzaga. Yep, I don't know. I think they've just been better all season. Um, Texas Tech, Notre Dame. I like Texas Tech here. And then I also like Duke to um, make it. So unfortunately, no glitz or glam here in the West. I'm going to take all four of the top seeds to get out of that region. Yeah, I have Texas Tech playing Bama. Um, I think Texas Tech overall is probably battle tested, especially coming off that game against Kansas that you talked yep. talked about. I think they push past Alabama, although I could see Bama winning that game, you know, if, if Texas Tech goes cold. Uh, but I have Texas Tech and Duke as well. West or excuse me, East region, the defending champs, the Baylor Bears are the number one seed. They're playing Norfolk State for their first game. Um, safe to say we're both going to take them. Yeah. Yes. Perfect. Next game, Milwaukee's finest. Shaka Smart and the boys, the hottest team in the country in February. The Marquette Golden Eagles, man. This is going to be a great game. Marquette versus North Carolina. I'm pulling up the spread right now. I know it's going to be a close game. The 8-9 matchups all across the board here are going to be what makes and breaks your weekend when it comes to betting. Marquette is a three-and-a-half point underdog. It looks like the site that I use, a lot of people are betting on North Carolina. Marquette has really hit a slump here. They were hotter than hell early in the season. Um, Teams are both evenly matched. North Carolina has a little bit more size than Marquette which makes me hesitant. But I'm not going to lie to you, Matt. Marquette's won me a fuck ton of money this year. They've got my that loyalty one, lies there. One kid, is it Jones? I is don't it, know a goddamn got player's one, name. they got one scorer that I continuously see in They just shoot threes and take yeah. and make big shots. And I'm going um, with the team that takes and makes big shots. And that's the Marquette Golden Eagles. This is a homer pick. Through yeah, I'm taking Marquette simply for the fact that they're Milwaukee's team. Right? There's no question about that. But um, <laughs> yeah. I don't know anything about UNC other than the fact that Roy Williams isn't there anymore, which I'm probably like two. I years mean, they have good players, across. Matt. You know, they score good points. They've got a ton of size. They have a senior that's really good, hits threes, and if he gets hot, it's going to be over. They're not yeah. the Jordan UNC. I'm taking Marquette here. Screw <laughs> <Jordan>. it. Jordan, <laughs> what is this fucking ninety? I mean, what was that? Forty not years even ago. 80, 86. <laughs> yeah, what the fuck? Um, okay, next game: St. Mary's versus Indiana. So St. Mary's, Matt. This is Gonzaga's biggest competition in the WCC. Um, they're actually very good. They beat Gonzaga once this year um, at home. They're playing Indiana, one of the hottest teams in the country right now, lost in the Big Ten semifinals to Iowa on just a ridiculous buzzer beater. I My soul wants me to take Indiana because I think St. Mary's and San Francisco made the tournament solely to make Gonzaga look better, make it look like their conference was a lot better than it actually was but I've watched St. Mary's. Um, I think they're going to win this game. Pissed about it, though. You know what? Screw St. Mary's. I'm going to Indiana. Fuck yeah. Yeah. I don't know anything oh, about yeah. either of them, but I'm taking the Indiana Hoosiers. Are they still the Hoosiers? They're the Hoosiers, yeah. Let's go Hoosiers. Hell yeah. Next game is the UCLA Bruins going against the team that I've bet on and bet against multiple times, and they have burned me every fucking time. I hate them. Akron. <laughs> Dude, Akron, bro. Quick story about Akron. I had a five-leg sucker parlay. Akron was minus 900, playing a team with five wins. They lost that night. They're dead to me. I mean, dude. They've been dead to me. That's LeBron City, bro. Come on, man. I know. They are (laughs) so dead to me. It's not even funny. So I'm going to take UCLA. I'll give you some stats, though, because Akron does have some players. They are very hot. Um, give me one second here. There they are. Akron is a 13 and a half point dog. They're eight and two. Their last 10 UCLA is eight and two as well. Um, but you know, they do have two seven footers. 
they don't have great shooting. UCLA is obviously battle tested when it comes to the rankings, Matt. They're really, really even. I'm probably and I hate to do this because they're going to fuck me again. I'm probably going to take Akron plus the 13 and a half when I bet this game. Um, but UCLA all the way, dude. They're gonna yeah, I mean, I was just going to say that 13 and a half with everything you talked about might be something you want to sprinkle. But I'm going to take the larger, um, most notable team here. Better conference, you know, better, probably better recruits. I'm going to take UCLA easily. Have to, dude. UCLA, their whole team came back because they lost in the Final Four last year. Mm. The next game is this is one's really interesting. The six seed Texas is playing Virginia Tech. The reason that this is an interesting matchup here is because Virginia Tech is only in the dance because they just ran through four straight wins in the ACC tournament and won the whole thing. Oh, yeah. I have VT oh. winning this. And I, I don't have thing. any reason other than the fact that. Shaka left Texas. I don't really know who took over as head coach. I know some of the, the fact you know. that V the fact that VT is a one and a half point dog is just because they're an eleven Ooh, seed. That's crazy. Hammer that. Yeah, that's I'm crazy. taking I'm taking VT too. This is Texas, I feel like this this is easy. Three and eight against top twenty five. Five that's and bad. five their last ten. That's bad. Real bad. Next game is the Purdue Boilermaker is one of my favorite players in the entire uh, tournament this year. Uh, I think it's Jalen Ivy. I think his first name is Jalen Ivy. Ivy is his last name. He's just a fucking legend. He's so good for Purdue. The supporting cast is suspect at best. Suspect, suspect, suspect. So I'm still going to take Purdue, though. They're one of the premier teams in the Big Ten. They shouldn't lose this game. Yeah, I'm taking Purdue. It's Yale. What are they bringing books and stand on them and dunk the basketball? No, thanks. Yeah, and they beat my favorite team to bet on this year, which was Princeton. So screw them. <laughs> um, next game, dude. So this is once again, I brought up St. Mary's. San Francisco's in this tournament, the Dons. Um, they're playing Murray State. Murray State is a seven seed, Matt. You see that? They are so in conference. Good. 30 and two on the season, Matt. They are a team that you do not want to mess around with. They are a team that is super good against the spread. They are, they, they've lost two games, dude. They're the 23rd best scoring team in the country, 21st best field goal percentage in the country. Defensively, they're ranked 21st in the country for points against, 43rd for field goal percentage, 30th for three point. They're a great overall team. Super, super good. San Francisco, frauds. I'm going with Murray State. Yeah, I mean, I want to see this next round matchup more so than so I want bad. to even consider the Murray State San Francisco because I don't really care about San Francisco. Right. Um, I want to see Murray State Kentucky. Yeah, that looks San like that looks like it could be a nice little, you know, upset. But uh yeah, I'm taking Murray State. Those numbers alone are mind boggling. Yeah. They and should not the be next- a seven. If they were in any well, if they're in a better conference, they'd be a two, three seed. Most likely, yeah. Yeah. Most likely. Um and the next game you talked about is Kentucky. They're playing St. Peter's. Um, really nothing we need to go over here. Just to give you some context for next round, Kentucky has the 12th ranked offense, 12th ranked field goal percentage in the top 103 point percentage. Their defense is in the top 100 for everything as well. So uh, Kentucky's Kentucky, right? Cal Perry gets his boys running. They're ready for March. So let's get into picking our four teams out of this conference for the Sweet 16. Uh, starting with the Baylor Bears, and I have that we both have them against Marquette. Sadly, I think um, I think this is the time Marquette goes down. Unfortunately, honestly, I think Marquette could win this game. Hell yeah! Um, I I'm not picking them to, but damn it, I'm not going to do that to myself. Baylor Baylor is battle proven for the last three years. Um, but from just like a, I want to watch this game and I want to watch Baylor lose. Like what a yeah. win for Shaka Smart that would be. Boom, I'm here. You know, February wasn't just an like, aberration. I, I can coach my boys up and, and have guys that are worse go on and perform better. But yeah, Baylor is a number one seed. They should mop Marquette by at least 12 points. Yep. And then I also have UCLA beating St. Mary's. Um, full transparency, if this shapes out this way, I, I got UCLA going to the Final Four. So Interesting. there is that. I just... Their, their guys came back for this moment. And I think there's really something to say about that, right? Like it reminds me of the Frank Kaminsky, Wisconsin team, right? Where they lost to Kentucky in the final four. UCLA had a little bit more of a rough regular season than that Wisconsin team did. They ended up coming in at a one seed into that tournament where they ended up losing to Duke in the national championship. But 
you don't just come back and all commit as you know the juniors and seniors not to make a run so i like ucla a lot in this tournament it's hard though when you're talking about running up against baylor i mean i know baylor lost mitchell and mitchell was such a like a cog and they that, also that have defense. two dudes that are out that were really big contributors to their team this year i probably should okay. have brought that up earlier okay. but they've, they've are they been, out the whole tournament out. or are they going to be yeah like, they, and they and that's why done. they kind of got bounced early last mm, week um okay. in the big 12 tournament too but okay. i still got baylor making it to the sweet 16 they're good okay uh, I'm going to take UCLA as well. I have them facing up against Indiana, and I just think you know Indiana can possibly win that first round matchup against uh, S- SMC. Um, but I'm going to take UCLA moving on to play Baylor as well. Cool. And then next on this side, I've got Virginia Tech getting in there over Purdue. Whoa, my goodness gracious. Okay, um, I'm not going to do that. I'm going to take Purdue. Okay. And the, I'm going to follow that up with. I'm gonna st- I'm gonna follow through and say Kentucky. I, I hope Murray State can do it, can get it done. But I'm gonna take Kentucky as well. Virginia Tech's yeah. the hottest team in the country right now. I'm gonna ride the hot hand. I like it. Move. Yeah, I mean that's what March is all about. They've got good guard play. So fuck it, right? To the south, the Arizona Wildcats play Wright State. Wright State just won tonight. Um, I don't even know what the spread is. Don't need to see the spread. Arizona's gonna blow them out. Yeah, Arizona one seed. This is no questions asked. I like Arizona a lot this year. Um, the next game, this is going to be, so these eight, nine matchups, man. Um, once again, like I said, these are going to be the best matchups of the entire tournament. Seton hall is going up against TCU, both middle of the road teams for their conferences. Um, I think this is a one point spread. I'm double checking it right now. It is. Yep. It's a one point spread. Seton hall is a one point favorite freaking TCU is four and six, bro. Their last 10. They're just not what they were at the beginning of the season. They're too inconsistent. Um, I'm going to go with Seton Hall based on the fact that they have a better overall body of work. I like their players, their offense. Um, I don't think you can go wrong with the pick here. I'm just going to take Seton Hall. I just think they're a better team. And that four and six last 10 is just nasty to me. I will not be picking a school in which Andy Dalton came from. So <laughs> that being said, on top of I love Seton Hall's like pirate little logo. It's tight yeah. as hell. I always thought it was dope. And it's kind of sad they have never been really like relevant in any sport. Um, I'm taking Seton Hall here. Let's get it done. Let's get the pirates against the, you know, the A of the Wildcats. Hell yeah. Um, the next game, this one's going to be an interesting one for you, Matt. Uh, well, sort of Houston. Eight and a half point favorites against UAB. UAB just won their conference tournament against uh, teams that I'm not sure in what conference they're in. But Houston, this is Houston's got to be the most interesting team in the country, man. Houston's offense average across the board, right? Like they're top 100. They're solid. Their three point shooting percentage, 164th in the country. They can't fucking shoot. That and defense, to though. make things worse, they are the 334th ranked team at the free throw line. <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's bad but, bro they are like they will worst. beat you by 50 or they'll lose like they're just <laughs> it's crazy they're very athletic really good uab is the 14th ranked offense in the country houston's defense though matt number one yeah in field goal percentage number seven in points per game uh the eight and a half is a big number i'm taking uab plus the eight and a half but i will take houston to win this game they allow 58.9 points per game. Everything that they we've been looking down. at so far, like they had, they, they play defense. Yep. Uh, yeah. So I'm, I'm taking Houston here and kind of a little sneak peek. I have Houston going to the sweet 16. Oh, hell yeah. Next game. So this is a game Matt, and for once again, the loyal ones out there, if you remember Matt and ours first bad quality episode, we were in, <laughs> we we're in his apartment filming our first episode and I had Illinois winning the whole thing and they were losing in the first round as a Tuesday last <laughs> and year. And it wasn't even losing. It was losing. And they were getting bad. their shit pushed in. Yeah. <laughs> it was really, really bad. I was hungover, had the sweats and already my bracket was busted. That was the first <laughs> or second. That might've been the first day of March Madness. We were recording that. Um, they're going up against a team that I absolutely love this year, Matt. Chattanooga. I know, right? Chattanooga. Chat? Like they shat themselves? No, but chat. Chattanooga mm. is only a seven-point dog to Illinois. Chattanooga has a solid offense, good three-pointer, good defense, nothing special. What's special about Chattanooga? Senior presence. That's what they've got. 
and I've honestly watched a shit ton of Chattanooga this year. They've been very, 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 very good to me this year. I'm going to take Chattanooga. You're out of your mind. Illinois the I, I mean, I like it, but you're out of your mind. I'm taking Illinois. You know, again, battle-tested. Big Ten, right? I mean, I know they got their asses kicked in the Big Ten tournament, but like, so did Wisconsin. It was kind of a letdown. I'm just letting you know. Like, it just is what it is, dude. You're probably right. I mean, There's I don't know There's going to be a big upset. I mean, I feel you. I feel you. That's it's, it for uh, me. Okay. Hey, man, you're more dialed in than I am. I am going to take Illinois, the safe pick here. Moving I on. You. I feel you. Yeah. Michigan, Colorado State. Um, dude, Michigan's been bad. That's actually the first game tomorrow. We're recording this the night before. I love first it. game, Michigan, one and a half point favorites as the 11 seed against Colorado State. Colorado State is one of the best players in the country, one of the best scorers in the country. Um, they're a very good team. They, I think they, t- they were either the runner-up or third place in their conference tournament this weekend. Unfortunately, like Colorado State's thing is they have one really good guy and they're lacking everywhere else, right? But they're the 51st best three-point shooting team, 14th best field goal percentage, 78th uh, points per game, 7th best free throw. Michigan has been an absolute disappointment this year, to say the least. Uh, They blew an 18-point lead to Indiana in the second half first round of the Big Ten tournament. I am at a loss for who to choose here. Um, I'm going to take Michigan. I feel terrible about it. I feel terrible. I don't like... I don't know. I don't think I'm going to bet this game, which sucks because I want to. I'll probably bet every game. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. I I'm don't not, love this, nor do I feel good about it. I'm taking Michigan simply because it's your ladies' team, and well, you that's really kinda, nice of you. Kind of talked me into uh, at least feeling better about that. I think. I think they've got to win for their coach, man. I think they got to have one good performance. I think he can rally the troops for at least one game. And he, I mean, he's a pro player, right? That's Jalen. It's Jalen Rose is their coach, not Jalen Rose. <laughs> Jawan Howard. Jawan Howard. Okay, big five. Same, together, same yeah. thing. Played together. You know, scored some buckets here and there. Um, but no, I think coming from a pro, a pro system. You know, he played in the NBA for how many years? Played in that big Michigan system. I think he's going to understand how to lock that player down, and hopefully force the rest of that team to make shots. And again, I will lean on it time and time again. Like the Big Ten, they've had the opportunity, you know, to play some of these guards. Wisconsin's got a good guard. You talked about Purdue having a good a good guard. They've they've been able to at least see these systems. So I'm gonna take Michigan moving on. Yeah, I mean, there's there's no reason there's literally no reason they shouldn't take care of business, um, to say the least, my friend. The next game is the Wood, Longwood, playing Tennessee. Now I do love Longwood. They've been great to me. Um, they're not a good basketball team. <laughs> I've watched some bad Wait. basketball this year. Wait a minute. What kind of name of a college is Longwood? Who the, names their college Longwood? The Gifts when they're oh. winning, pal. Oh, <laughs> they're 18-point dogs to probably the number one or number two hottest team behind Virginia Tech, Tennessee. Um, I don't need to get into the stats, Matt. I love Longwood. Don't take him. The I'll only way they somehow win this game is I think they're like the fifth highest three point percentage team in the country, but they're gonna have to get hot, bro. I'm I'm telling you, sadly, I've watched enough of them. It's don't take them. <laughs> okay, I'm taking Tennessee. I'm, you know, it doesn't matter that this is what a fourteen playing a three. Um, that has no, you know, impact impact on my decision here. It was just your words alone. I'm gonna take Tennessee. <laughs> oh, really? Thanks. Oh, yeah. You got it. Um, Ohio State, Loyola, Illinois. Uh, Sister Jean, do it for Sister Jean, right? Ohio State, bro. They are just all over the place. This game is a pick 'em, straight pick 'em. Ohio State five and five. Their last ten. Uh, Loyola, Chicago, seven and three. They won their conference tournament. I I don't know where to go with this game. I have no beat on this game. It should be Ohio State, no problem. But for some reason, they've just been the most bipolar team in the country. Loyola, Illinois is the eighth best three-point shooting percentage team in the country. Um, Their offense, defense, pretty even across the board. I I, I don't know where to go. I don't know where to go. And I'm going to take Ohio State because I don't think their seniors that came back are going to go out in the first round two years in a row. That's my only logic. I don't think that's good logic, to be honest. Uh, so w- while I was doing my brackets, uh, the only reason I'm taking this Chicago team is because it's LUC. And I was like, oh, that's kind of lucky, right? <laughs> uh, 
I'm taking, I'm taking, is it Sister Jean? Is that the, is that the nun that was showing up to these basketball games last year? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, hell yeah, man. Bank on Jesus. Let's go, man. Yeah. Um, all day. Uh, and you, what you talked about, like it being kind of a pick them. I mean, their, their fans showed up the last couple of years. I think it's been like two or three years. They've been kind of like, you know, yeah. in the dance. And yeah. Big so time. Yeah. I'll take the 10 seed here. You know, I hate Ohio State. And, you know, unless Greg Oden showing up for his senior year, I'll, I'll, I'll take LUC, baby. Shout out. Okay. So down to our four. Uh, this is where we're going to differentiate 100%. I, well, I'll just run through it. I'm going to take Arizona over Seton Hall. And yes, I'm taking the Nugs of Chattanooga over Houston to make the Sweet 16. Damn. Okay. Yeah. Um, all right. I have Arizona. I have Houston. Um, I have Tennessee and Villano- Villanova. Oh, yeah. We forgot to go over the Villanova game. We I both mean, come yeah. on. Come yeah, on. I, yeah, yeah, sorry. Um, I'm taking Tennessee as well and Villanova there, too. Watch all right, Villanova last get bra- bounced. Is this Delaware they're, they're facing? The Villanova's they're is solid. Joe, is this uh is this Joe's team right here? Is that's where he went, huh? Flacco? Say uh, so. No, Joe Joe Biden, our president. And he's from Delaware, <laughs> I think, isn't he? Uh I don't know. Um next, the Midwest division is the Kansas Jayhawks division. I mean, Kansas plays Texas Southern. They're gonna fucking smoke them. Yeah, okay. I, I don't really day. know what else to say besides that. The next game though. This will be a good one, my friend. This will be a good one. San Diego State versus Creighton. Creighton might be my favorite team in the country right now. They had the sickest run I've ever seen, ever, um, in a conference tournament. I thought they should have won against uh, Villanova. The player for Villanova just came up clutch at the end. I think Creighton went like uh, four for... 30 basically from three they just had a bad night they got tired creighton's a two-point dog so just to let you know about san diego state matt once again they're out of that stacked mountain west division um they're probably the best defensive team in the country uh yep number two they are the second best team in the country 58.3 points per game they have good size they defend the three well creighton on the other end plays decent defense pretty much relies on their inside scoring and they have this one seven footer who's an absolute stud um, this is going to be a grinded out game. Creighton's plus two and a half. I said it last week during the Big East tournament to myself. Um, I'm riding with Creighton big time. I love them. Yeah, I had Creighton moving on um, before you talked about all that. I, everything you said makes me think San Diego will win this game. But defensively, but I don't like where SD, like the competition they play for in any sport, whether it's, you know, basketball, football, baseball, like there's competition level. This isn't there. So I, I think Creighton wins this game. Nice. I'll put this as the third hottest team in the country right now. Uh, That's the Iowa Hawkeyes. They somehow won the Big Ten tournament. They got lucky in a couple ways. They played great in a couple ways. Um, They have one of the best players in the country as well, Kenneth Murray. If he gets going, they're super dangerous. They have their six-year senior, uh, Bohannon or whatever the hell his name is. So very, very good team. They're 10.5-point favorites. This is a layup. Um, Iowa should win this game. If they lose, I'll be surely disappointed. Yeah, I'm taking Iowa here. I can't believe they're a five seed. Providence versus South Dakota State, Matt. What do you know about this game? That'll be my first question. Um, It looks like, what is this? You said Providence versus South Dakota. It looks like South Dakota scores a mess ton of points per game. It's like at 86.7, but they also allow 73.4. It looks like Providence has played in a lot of close games, allowing 70 or scoring 71.8 points per game, allowing 67. And I would assume South Dakota State probably plays against some pretty trash teams. So, you're right about South Dakota State scoring a mess of points. Uh, the second most mess of points in the entire country. That's a lot. Number one in field goal percentage. Number one in three-point field goal percentage. 38th in the country in free throw percentage. Now, you're right. Providence, I think, won 10 games by one bucket or less this year. Wow. They were the best team throughout the entire regular season in the Big East. Um, Creighton beat them by 30 in the Big East tournament. So, with that being said, Matt, not only am I taking South Dakota State to win, I'm going to be fucking putting the D-Gen money on them this weekend. <laughs> they are the sexy pick for an upgrade up, um, of, of an upset. Once again, they're this huge seed, right? Three point is the line right now. So... Vegas knows. I've got South Dakota State. 
Yeah, dude. I mean, I have to take them for the simple fact they scored 86.7 points per game. I mean, they're nice. I watched them too. Providence 4 and 2 versus top 25s. I like that a lot. Um, you know, South Dakota 0 and 1. I mean, Providence is a freaking very good school, dude. Like, they played unbelievable all season. Yeah, but there's two ways. There's two things about this, right? They either feel the loss of that 30 point loss against Creighton and they come out and they they charge up their engines and they go and they go full tilt or they feel the rust um dude i don't know 18 and 0 in conference for south dakota i'm i like it man south dakota i gotta take one team that i absolutely have no no idea about but just it'll like just be fun when the game's on to be like dude i'm yeah. on south dakota can you freaking believe it yeah let's do um it. next <clears throat> game their coach just got fired lsu <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's. Uh, I don't think he's a very good person. I didn't look too much into right, it, but crazy shit did he get into, dude? I think some bad stuff, like more yeah, than probably. just paying players. Um, right. I think some Rick Pitino type shit. You know, nice. I don't know if you know about. that. I mean, but... that is a school that our little bitch boy Ben Simmons came from. So, <laughs> fu LSU basketball program. I think he even talked shit on Ed Ogeron too. So, like the what, coach what did. Happen? I, I think so. I don't know. I've seen like, some wild shit. On, up. I've seen some wild shit on Twitter. Wow. Um, LSU's a four-point favorite. Um, Iowa State's really bad. Um, that's where all I'm going. I'm gonna take LSU. Iowa no. State's bad. I'm taking. I'm taking Brees Hall's alma mater, baby. Shout out. I'm going uh, Illinois. Is it Illinois? Iowa State. Iowa State. There it's we go. Iowa State. <laughs> um, Iowa State here for the simple fact that uh, these players are probably gonna be coaching themselves. And uh, they're probably going to lose this game because they have no head coach. So Iowa State, I'm taking them to move on. Another sexy up uh, upset game: it's Colgate against our Wisconsin Badgers. Um, Wisconsin is, you know, what do I always say? They always let you down, right? Everyone and their mom seems to be on Colgate plus the seven or plus the eight, whatever people got them at. Uh, Wisconsin looked absolutely terrible, horrible against Michigan State in the Big Ten tournament. Colgate's defense is middle of the road. Wisconsin does have an elite player in Johnny Davis. I'm not sold on him. I don't think he's that great. Colgate is the fourth best team from three-point land, but if you know and watch Wisconsin, they play some of the best defense and the most meticulous offense in the game. I got Wisconsin winning and probably covering. Not 100% there yet on that, though. The real question is, do you think the Colgate team uses Colgate toothpaste? You're such an idiot. <laughs> I have Wisconsin I'm, moving I'm, on here as I'm well. I'm sure they're more of the Crest guys. You know, if you see <laughs> if you see Crest anywhere in that locker room, frauds. <laughs> I'm taking Wisconsin here. Next game. This one's gonna be an interesting game here. Miami versus USC. Miami should have beat Duke in the biggies, or excuse me, the ACC tournament. They totally blew it. Um, I like what I saw out of them. USC has a ton of potential, dude. Ton of good players, a lot of good scores, but some of the worst fucking basketball I've ever seen in my life out there. They from still them, have uh, the brother. Mobley's brother. Mobley's yeah. brother, right? Okay. And they have two really good guards. Really, really good. Okay. Um, I didn't know who I wanted to take here. I didn't want to take USC because they looked bad and they've played bad, but Miami's defense is ranked... 230 in the country and for that reason and that reason alone I'm, I'm gonna take sc here don't love it though yeah i mean just looking at the numbers i'm gonna take sc as well miami miami looks like they were in a lot of close games as well allowing 71 points per game while scoring 74.8 i think ultimately i'm gonna take uh, usc all right let's run through this sweet 16 here so last one i've got can we've both got kansas versus creighton yeah yep i don't know if this is the beers hitting me God, I want to take Creighton so bad. I want to take him so, so, so bad. Take him if you want to take him. It's just not smart, though. You know? Take him. You want to. I'm going to take Kansas. Mm. And then I, um, I'm i taking South Dakota State. Like it. Yeah. Um, And then I'm going to take our Wisconsin Badgers, their tournament team. They should get there. They should get there. There's no excuse why they shouldn't. Um, and then I'm also going to take USC to upset Auburn. Auburn is really hit a wall. So I'm going to take SC to get to the Sweet 16. Okay. I'm going to go Wisconsin and Auburn. I don't know anything about Auburn. Um, USC's they were the best comments. team in the country for three quarters of the season. Lost okay. like one game all season. They've just 
they've hit a wall. They have a top three pick. Um, so you got that going for you. Got probably the best, one of the best players in the in the tournament. Well, they, I mean, they kind of have this easy road too, right? Like whether they play Miami or SC, like question marks on both. Like I, I know we both like SC, especially after watching them last year in the tournament. That was probably my my most favorite game to watch was actually SC last year. Yeah, they were um, fun. They were fun, but I'm gonna take Auburn and Wisconsin. Moving on to the NFL, the Buffalo Bills make waves. They signed Vaughn Miller. Who saw that one coming? Crazy, shocking, huge contract, six years. Oh, my gosh. And they got O.J. Howard, Matt. Um, Obviously, you know, we're both kind of confused by it. But why? You know, why do you think the Bills made this move to bring in this veteran Super Bowl champion experience over there? I mean, I think you just said it, right? One of the big things that the Bills struggled with, especially against KC last year, was good secondary, missing white, you know, and they still held up pretty well at right. times throughout the season. But in the playoffs against KC, it was an absolute back and forth, right? They, they had no pressure on the quarterback. I think bringing in Miller was more about, hey, we need to make an attempt to fix this glaring hole. If we're going to move on in the playoffs, we cannot allow Patrick Mahomes, Russell Wilson, Justin Herbert, Lamar Jackson to just operate with, you know, eight, nine, ten seconds of, of vision. From the quarterback position, you've got to bring in a guy that can at least close that gap. Six years is a long time. And we talked about this off the air. I'm not really sure what that thought process is. Maybe they have uh, structured it in a way after two years they can cut him. Um, But I just assume Vaughn would sign a two-year $18 million deal, a two-year $24 million deal, tail end of his career, play two more years, retire. Six years, the guy's going to retire in four years because he's literally not going to be able to walk. (laughs) Um, and that's no, no, like knock on Vaughn. He's just getting older. Right. And he's had a lot of reps in this league. So six years really threw me for a loop. I love the OJ Howard signing though. Absolutely love it. We talked about him in the free agent uh, podcast episode. You know, I talked about him possibly being back in Tampa, you know, possibly having the opportunity to, to finally show that number one tight end ability being a former first round pick. This is the spot where he, I think elevates his game with Josh Allen. Big knock for Dawson Knox, though. No pun intended there. Knox was starting to kind of elevate himself in the fantasy circle as well as just being a guy that, that could possibly get 800 to 1,000 yards. I think Howard comes in and starts day one. Yeah, but I think they're going to run the two tight end set, and I mm. disagree with you. I think this is actually going to be a compliment to Dawson mm. Knox, where I think they might split Howard out a little bit more wide because Knox not only was a great tight end, is he's good in the trenches, where I think throughout O.J. Howard's career, that's where he's lacked and struggled. I could see him even splitting out into more of the like slot receiver role on top of his tight end duties. But when it comes to Vaughn Miller... You know what? The contract's probably not that great, right? The six years doesn't make sense. I don't think it was that smart. But at the end of the day, you know my logic when it comes to these trades, when it comes to these signings. I think he elevates that team. He elevates that defense. You put him with Jordan Jordan Poyer. You put him with Micah Hyde. You put him in that locker room there. I think that takes their defense to the next level. He's going to help develop some of these younger guys on the line. And if he's healthy, like he was for the Rams in the playoffs, he's going to make game-changing plays, sacks, strip sacks. And that's what they need. And that's what they've been lacking the last two years. The length of the contract, the amount... You know what? I don't love it, but they went out and got their guy. I thought it was a great signing for the Bills. I think it's going to pay dividends immediately, long-term, TBD, right? Like, I do agree with you. He's had a lot of injuries. Well, and the last thing I'll say here is when we will beat this drum till the end of our time, a better <laughs> pass rush means a better secondary. 100%. You know, maybe, maybe they choose not to you resign them Tredavious with White. Seconds. Absolutely. And maybe you got to bring a guy like Rasul Douglas off the street next offseason. He's a better player because there is that pass rush. So overall, maybe money well spent. He's a winner, right? You want exactly. winners on your exactly. team. I, that's, I will always say that. And Von Miller, two-time Super Bowl champion, two different organizations. Can he get Stud. the bills over the hump, right? You talk about one of the greatest Hall of Famers of all time, then you know, generationally, yes, as a pure player. But then you talk about as a teammate, that could be a really good legacy Stud. move for him. Yep. Stud. Yeah. Um, another team with an interesting move to free cap space, but also uh, didn't get their bang for their buck. Bad trade last year. Julio Jones released by the Titans. Not a surprising move to me. Um, I'm a big Julio fan. I love him a lot, but I think this is it for him, right? I know you kind of alluded to DeAndre Hopkins in this way. I think Julio's done. 
He can't yeah. stay healthy, dude. He He's reminds just, me he of... He can't play 16... He can't play 10 games. It's, it's not even about the health anymore. It's about just body movement, you know? The... the the ability for him to run his routes and and have it look clean. He reminds me a lot when T.O. was at the end of his career bouncing around teams, you know, from the Bills to the Bengals and just didn't have it anymore, right? Yeah. And um, I, that's what I see from Julio. I'm sure somebody will pick Julio up. Who do you and, think? That was going to be my question. Who do you think gets him? It could Which be hard. contender? It's going to be a contender. What contender do you think? Uh, I don't think it will be a shot. contender. I really don't. Really? Uh, he's not good enough to play for a contender. He proved that with the, with Tennessee. Um, yeah, but I, that's, I think that's different. I, I honestly don't think he comes to Green Bay and is efficient. I don't know. Really, I don't want with, him. With, with, no, exactly. But I don't think he does. So it's hard to really place him. Like, if I don't believe he's going to a contender, you know, I maybe goes to like Jacksonville's pretty shirt up. Like, I got the you. Jets don't really need him. Like a lower tier team. I, I I really don't know though. I see him third option, Kansas City. Lock it up. Hundred percent. I, I mark my words. I bet you he goes there. Cheap deal. Doesn't have to be the number one guy. He got Tyreek, got Kelsey. They even have Hardman to stretch the field. Julio can be their red zone third down guy. It's like I think it would uh, actually be a solid fit. It's like when Moss went to the 49ers. You know, caught what? one ball in the Super Bowl. <laughs> in other news, we had the uh, the statement by Baker Mayfield. So, Matt, I've had a lot of thought on this. I was tweeting out yesterday. I was like, oh, that means Deshaun Watson's coming out. Um, had a good argument, good friendly argument with someone on Twitter about it. And I thought they made a good point. And so it made me think even more. Um, and where I've caught to this with Baker's basically goodbye letter to Cleveland is, you know what, Cleveland, like be careful what you wish for. You know what I mean? I've kind of been, I wasn't really jumping on Baker this last year. He was hurt and no one expected Baker Mayfield to be Aaron Rodgers, or at least I didn't. Right. I get you took him number one overall, but. Be careful what you wish for, Cleveland. I think if the Colts go out and grab Baker Mayfield, boom, they're on the map. Hand the ball to Taylor, throw the ball efficiently, play in the dome, and make fucking Cleveland eat their words. Because if they don't get Watson and they get rid of Baker because he wants to leave now, they're just back to being a shitty football team. Yeah, Baker beats the Jaguars last year. You know, um, Oh, 100%. Baker's and- a solid quarterback. Well, solid. He was I'm the best com- quarterback they've had in 20 years. I'm going to completely hold my opinion on this because he was hurt. You know, 2020 was kind of a toss up season with COVID. 2019, yeah. he's pretty good. Um, I want to see him on the Colts. Maybe a second round, third round pick. I would imagine a two and a four will probably land him in Indianapolis. Maybe yeah. a three, you know, maybe a third round pick. Maybe they can trade one of those picks that they just acquired for Carson Wentz and the Washington commanders to, you know, go ahead and get a real quarterback. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I have two things on this. I think it was genius by, by Mayfield. Hey, rumors are out there that they're shopping for another quarterback. They're meeting with another quarterback. All right, cool. I'm out. I'm not showing up to camp. I'm not demanding a, ch- a trade in the national media. This was my demand for a trade. You don't want me. Right. This is like a girlfriend going out and dating other dudes. Like you don't do that. So <laughs> yeah. I'm out. Like we're done. Yeah. And from Baker's perspective, too, at this time was going to come. The national media has banged the drum for countless years now that he isn't good enough, that he didn't deserve the number one pick. I'm sorry. That's not his fault. They chose to take him there. That wasn't a decision that he had yeah. a factor in. And was he the first overall pick caliber quarterback? No, but how many how many quarterbacks were? Jared Goff went number one overall. Like, geez, <laughs> come on. There are guys that are worse. Right. So I want I want him in Indy. I think that would be the perfect opportunity for him to just kind of be that middle-of-the-road quarterback, a guy that wins, gets the job done, and his defense ultimately is the reason that carries them to a possible Super Bowl. In JT. Absolutely. Well, I mean, he's got Chubb in Cleveland, right? So I, for sure. I, but I, that's the thing. Like they Chubb and Hunt carried him the year they beat Pittsburgh in the playoffs, right? Sure. And that's my thing. Like I totally agree with you. Like Cleveland, are you you're really gonna bag on this guy because you thought you were going to the Super Bowl last year? Like that's fucking on you. You know what I well, mean? Like he's the best quarterback they've had in twenty years. But listen, listen, listen. If they get Deshaun Watson. I get that. That's they different. are. That's different. I, I get and I don't that. blame them for going out and shopping for for Deshaun Watson. Right. This I is a, again a top five quarterback in the NFL. For the sure. only reason that we're not like you know extremely excited about his movement is because there's a lot of drama tied to him. But right. as Cleveland, if I can go get Deshaun, boom, Super Bowl contention. Talk about the 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 Broncos, right? Browns just as good, if not better, of a roster. Uh, right. Just for as sure. Pr- 
the same attributes all the way through, except they have Miles Garrett, probably the number one, two, three, probably th- third best pass rusher in the league. Yeah. Um, this is a win for both sides, though. And I think that oftentimes does not happen in any sport. Quarterback leaves, quarterback comes in, however it may play out with personnel. Baker can go to the Colts, he wins. Deshaun comes in, they win. I'm hoping for a, a great divorce here. Yeah, but if he doesn't come, they screwed the pooch and they're yeah. back to being the worst team in the league. Hey, you know, I'll play quarterback. The I'll risk do it. you take. You're so frail, you'd be dead out there. <laughs> <laughs> Shut the fuck up. <laughs> um, speaking of Deshaun Watson, so the report came out that they had three teams that were willing that the the Houston was avail- uh, willing to trade him to. One was Cleveland, the other two was Carolina and New Orleans. Out of those three, Matt, who do you like the best? What's the best fit for Deshaun? I think one's obvious. Oh man. Okay, so I'm taking the Panthers right out. You know, play some on Panthers. The... No, no, I'm taking them out of the equation. Oh, put them on oh the... okay, okay, okay. You know, put them on whatever that little thing is that you help yourself kick field goals through and just kick them through the, the uprights because we put that them team on the, the back burner. Yes, yes. Yeah, that team sucks. Um, and probably the I trash, think... not even the back burner. <laughs> I think for him winning legacy wise, probably the Saints. Again, the NFC is just so much easier. And I said it last podcast. He goes there, they beat Tampa Bay in that division. Hundred percent. Easy. And Brady cries himself to an eight and nine. He goes back and retires. He'll retire week four. He'll be done. <laughs> um, but I think for which team needs him the most, I think the Browns. Um, the Saints are in deep cap trouble already. And adding Deshaun Watson's contract will not help that. I, I'm imagining they'd have to probably release or trade Cam Jordan with this deal. And Cam is talk about a franchise player, can't franchise soul. player. Yeah. Yep. So I think I think the Browns land him because I think at this point they're going to probably have to add another first round pick, knowing that they've upset Baker Mayfield. Right? They know now. Oh, we don't have a quarterback next year. The Texans know the Browns are kind of screwed. So maybe if it was three firsts and two seconds, it now moves to four firsts and two seconds. I think he ends up in Cleveland. Yeah, I think the obvious choice is New Orleans. Mm-hmm. Um, for him with his no trade clause, like who do I waive it for roster wise? Get to play with Kamara. Are you kidding me? And, and not that Chubb and uh, Hunt aren't great, but I think Kamara's he's special in my opinion. And obviously Mike Thomas, somehow if he can come back and be a shell of what he used to be and their defense is still solid. I know they lost Williams, but they picked up a couple other guys. And I mean, they're the saints. They're a good organization. And you said it, the NFC Mm -hmm. is wide open for the taking. We're Packer fans. We know they're not winning it next year. Well, I shouldn't say we know they're not winning it. They're not a lock. They should be. But it's just not it's not going to happen. You know what I mean? It's wide open. It's not like the AFC where it's like, well, shit, you have two teams in your division you got to get through. And then the three other teams outside of your division that are elite, um, completely different. So I, I like the Saints for him. I agree, though, actually, with your point that I think the team that needs him the most is Cleveland. And it would be interesting. What if they throw Baker in there? And now New Orleans has Baker. It's funny. So or, I sorry, this, um, Houston has Baker. I know our episode's going along and we're kind of OK with that, but. I would honestly rather have Davis Mills than Baker Mayfield. It might be crazy. I might be absolutely crazy. I would rather take Davis Mills. Why? Um, I like his I like his pocket pocket presence. He's taller, has a better arm. And what I look for for a quarterback is more of those tangible skills than what Baker has. Baker has the ability to roll out of the pocket and make plays, but I feel like the biggest attribute that has hindered him in the NFL is his size. We talk about that a little bit with Kyler and joke about it. I don't think it really hinders him because he has so much athletic He's such ability. An athlete, yeah. Baker is hindered by being 5'10". There is no way around it. He's not faster than other guys. He's not stronger than other guys. He needs to be able to see the field and throw the ball, and he doesn't have the greatest arm strength either. Davis is kind of the prototypical package quarterback, right? He is the best version of our boy Carson Strong from, you know, Nevada. (laughs) And I like what Davis did last year with a terrible team. Baker wasn't able to do it with Jarvis and OBJ. There are reasons for that. But I would rather have Davis Mills than to start Baker Mayfield, even if you probably acquire Baker, you've got to start him because of the money. Yeah, my brain's turning on that. And I don't necessarily think I disagree with you. Because I'm trying to think, and where my mind goes with that is, if you put Baker into that situation with Davis last year, 
Does he win more games? Yeah. I don't, I don't think, think so. so. No. I think he wins the same, which was like two, right? One or two, mm-hmm. if not less. And then the second the, the second part to that is, is he going to be as productive as Davis was? I don't think so. And well, even that loss to New England last year, Davis, he dropped almost 400 yards and three yep. or four touchdowns on Belichick. And that's potential, right? And every time yep. Baker's ever thrown for 300, 400, a few touchdowns, it wasn't sit there, drop back, drop dimes. It was play action, boot, you know, we schemed this route open. You, you might be onto something there, man. Okay, Seriously. let me ask you a quick question. Sure. Right? We're going to put your GM hat on for a minute. Okay. I'm a team calling you. I'm offering two quarterbacks up for a second round pick. Okay. okay. I've got Jordan Love and I've got Davis Mills. Who do you want? I know. That's that's tough. I'm taking Davis Mills all day. I think you are. Right? Yeah, all like, day. What, what? All day. And I know this is a... And this is what sucks because Davis's first two games looked a lot like Jordan Love. Bad, to be honest. bad, bad, bad. You know, and Jordan looked bad against Cincinnati or Jesus, Kansas City. He looked bad the quarter he played against Detroit, but Davis looked bad too his first mm-hmm. two. So, yeah, I mean, I don't know. That's tough. I I don't. I this sucks. I don't have it. I don't have an answer. I think probably because I'm a little too biased, but like. We need to see Jordan play five or six games. He's got to get through For the, sure. the nervous sure. energy of being out there because he didn't let one throw rip all season in the, we'll give it five and a half quarters he played. I think probably what happens here is the Browns make this deal. Baker's probably not included, right? They probably give up six, seven draft picks in all honesty, like just an absolute haul. And then they go ahead and trade Baker to Indy or another team, get yeah. two, three picks back, you know, just try and recover some assets for Baker. Maybe instead of getting a second and a fourth, they say, okay, give me a third, fourth, fifth, and six. Something crazy where it's like, you know, we <laughs> won't take we won't take the 64th overall pick or, you know, the 57th, but we want to get some capital back so that we can draft some backup offensive linemen since half of our picks over the next four years are going to Houston. Uh, but I just don't think Houston would want Baker. It just doesn't make sense to me. They're rebuilding. Why bring in a guy that already has question marks? No, I feel you. And then with the draft capital, they give up, trade Baker, get a couple picks back, and yep. you know, l- let it run with Deshaun. I think the team, the team that gets Deshaun, as long as he's not suspended next year, which I think he should be suspended for like at least two games, three games. Like it's I get hard though. He, I get that he got off scot free. But he did it, right? Because he didn't he didn't play all last year, and most of it was his decision making. That was his that was know. his choice, though. That was his choice to yeah. be kind of an asshole to the Texans. There was no no the league didn't suspend him. All right, closing it out here, Major League Baseball. <laughs> it's funny. As we record, literally two minutes, I called you and you're like, oh, you're ready to record. I was like, Freeman's going to the Dodgers. It's official. Freddie Freeman gets his deal a day after the Braves sign Matt Olson to his deal. The line has been drawn. The beds have been made. Freddie going back to California, Orange County kid, now going to play in Los Angeles. Matt Olson, obviously we knew he got traded, discussed it last episode going to be in Atlanta for the next eight, possibly nine years. The rivalry is is renewed, in my opinion. I think this is a new rivalry in Major League Baseball here for the next three years. Obviously, Atlanta knocked out the L.A. Dodgers in the playoffs last year. Phenomenal series. And what do the Dodgers do? They write the checkbook. They bring the money out and take their franchise player from them. Um, gut reactions and... Just overall thoughts on this entire Freddie Freeman situation from the lockout to today till today. He's an LA Dodger, Matt. Yeah. Um, a couple things here. Poo-poo on Freddie Freeman. Um, he got his money. Why? And he got his sixth year. So Freddie Freeman would have signed with Atlanta as soon as the lockout was done. But Atlanta didn't want to give him a sixth year. He's 32. This deal takes him to 38. Oftentimes from 36, 37, 38 is when we see these players, you know, specifically regress in ability. Uh, The NLDH is going to help him a lot, but still regression comes. 
And Atlanta said we don't want to go past five five years. The Freeman camp said it's an absolute must. We need six years. They went out and they shopped, right? They, they pulled the Devontae Adams without the franchise tag and said, okay, we're going to go shop, shop around. Like You had your opportunity. You didn't want to come to the table with what we wanted. And Atlanta said, okay, we're going to go jump on Matt Olson before he's gone because he was going to be gone. If he wasn't going to Atlanta, he was going to New York. Or the A's are fully or, selling, yeah. Absolutely. Or he was going to the Dodgers. So <laughs> they said, hey, we have no idea what other teams are going to offer you. We, we just don't. Like Freeman could have possibly gotten an eight-year, $200 million deal. Atlanta was very smart here. They didn't wait around. They didn't get left in the cold. They went. They got Matt Olson, who is from Atlanta. He's a home He's a home guy. Like This is a massive win for them. Signed him to a massive contract. He's four years younger. This is overall a win. But Freddie Freeman did not want to leave Atlanta. This was kind of all on podcasts. It's out there on Twitter. He loves Atlanta. And I think the greed of getting a six-year really bit him in the butt. I think if you were to sit down with him right now, and ask him, would you rather be in Atlanta or LA? I think it's pretty clear he'd rather be in Atlanta. So sucks for him. And what I said to you on the phone, I, I stand by. Just another player for them to lose. They suck. <laughs> this franchise, with all of the money they have spent, all of the talent they have had, to have <laughs> one World stop. Series in a Mickey Mouse 60-game oh, season. Oh, Jesus Christ, dude. I will, but seriously, I mean, I, I actually think the championship is legitimate. But I am very disappointed with the last 10 years of the Dodgers. MVP after MVP, you now have Cody Bellinger, Mookie Betts, and Freddie Freeman, three former MVP winners on one team. And they're going to get knocked out by either the Braves or the little Milwaukee Brewers. They're not winning a World Series this year. Or the Jock Peterson, San Francisco Or the Giants. Yeah, like, oh, it's going to be, it's going to be glorious. uh, um, (laughs) You make me laugh. So... (laughs) I've told all my friends, I, I've i lived in Southern California for a long time now, actually. Grew up here. I've always told my friends, and they laughed at me for the longest time. I said, you know, the LA Dodgers are the Green Bay Packers of Major League Baseball. Always the best, but never good enough. And it's going to be true again. I totally agree with you, Matthew. We're gonna They're going to have the MVP. They'll probably be the one seed, maybe the two seed. And what are they going to do when it matters the most? They're going to let you down. Freddie Freeman will let you down. Kershaw will let you down. Belly will let you down. The squad will let you down. And Eddie Rosario, who (laughs) will come in and hit a home run to break your heart, right? It happens every single year. So I agree with you, Matt. Poo-poo to Freddie Freeman, right? You took the money. As a human, I respect it. You're moving to Cali. You're getting your money. The tax rate, I'm sure, isn't too much different between Atlanta. I mean, it's different, but Atlanta and L.A. And you're going to drive off into the sunset as a Orange County, L.A. kid finishing your career in L.A. Everyone, thank you so much for joining us this week on our podcast. As always, check some clips from the podcast, daily updates, and posts on social media at twitter tiktok and instagram at pitcher bet pod we will see you guys on tuesday next week have a great march madness